Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host this week, as always, Tim Taylor. Woo! He's back. I'm back. I had a, I had a stand-in. To you and uh, Marina. I had a yeah. stand-in co-host last week. She, it was great. She should come back. I hope she does. I mean, I had a lot of fun talking to her, and she obviously knows her her uh, facts and stuff on the Bruins, and her opinions are great, too, so... That was fun. I enjoyed, you know, getting her on here and, you know, everybody who listens to this, I'm sure knows who she is. So that was hopefully fun for you guys too. And I hope that she comes back so we can do it again. Yeah. I, uh, I appreciate the, uh, you know, the stand in, but also, you know, upending me really just a better, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll see what her Celtics knowledge is next. Yeah. Time, yeah. But, we'll, we'll yeah. press that. Yeah. Before I fully lose my seat. Now, um, yeah, speaking of which, should we just get into the fun? Uh, wait, I want to ask you first. Is the game at home tonight, the Lakers? It is, yeah. yeah. So I want to talk about something first uh, before we get into that. Okay. There is, this is going to sound like a, kind of like a, a plug because it sort of is. Okay. So, so I found this these new things at the garden, right? So if any of you are going right. to the game tonight or going this weekend for the Bruins, uh, I recommend checking out this new stand that's at the garden. It's uh it's called Ming's Bings, and they're like these these like I don't know I I guess picture like a hot pocket type of of thing. So it's it's a it's a filling that's wrapped with like um something that holds it all together and and they have a bunch of different flavors it's gluten-free it's it's uh it's it's all vegan to my knowledge or vegetarian at the very least um so i am obsessed with them i wanted to tell you because i think that you should know about it and i think that they are in stores now like you can buy them frozen or or they're gonna be so i highly recommend people go and get those at the at the garden if you're there because there have been times where I've been like, I've gone into the game early and I'm like, I can grab some food outside or whatever, like I usually do. And then I, I keep craving these things. And whenever I go in, they have like this one that's called, like it's Fiesta. So it's kind of like taco. And it's amazing. So I just wanted Ming's to throw, Bings. I wanted to throw that out there. Ming's Bings for anybody who's going to the game, looking for something new uh, or different than what you're used to at, at the games, because I'm all in on them. Sounds like they need a Costco size for the freezer for you. <laughs> I will I will stock up. As soon as I see them in the store, I will be stocking up. I like that. All right, Ming's Bings. Ming's Bings, so shout out. Our, new, our newest unofficial plug. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that kind of leads me into the game tonight, which is, I would say, basically every game is a big game for the Celtics at this point. Well, we've talked on the podcast about how the month of December is looking mm, terrifying. So, yeah, I think every game in November before then is a, mm, dare I say, I will. I'll go nuts. Must win. Uh, especially tonight, we're banged up. Are the Lakers banged up? Question mark. Who knows? This might be the return of one LeBron James, who has a career average of nearly 30 points in the Garden. Uh, I would love to see LeBron back. I'm worried either way that the Celtics are going to have a tough time tonight. Jalen Brown reportedly will not be ready for this evening. Uh, Robert Williams is questionable still. And Dennis Schroeder apparently also questionable with an ankle issue. Cool. 
Well, yeah. So the Lakers, listen, they're not good. Uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty obvious and pretty clear. The Celtics remains to be seen what we are. Um, Am I, I wrong? Last time we... are, are they seven and seven right now? Um, are we? That's... I, I believe the, what I saw was or, or pretty damn close to that. No, we're no Andrew. We're not five hundred. We're seven and eight right now. Okay. Uh, so I must so, have saw it before the last game. Yeah, you you missed the. We were going to record. <laughs> yeah. Last night we were going to record last night, and uh, I, I I believe I was radio silence. It certainly was on our Twitter. Just not a nothing to talk about in that game. Nothing doing. Uh, just a tough tough loss to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, and then you know two nights prior getting a victory over the Cavaliers after getting a loss to the Cavaliers. Good win over the beaten up Bucks. Good win over the Raptors when we got housed by them at home in our home opener. The Mavericks game was a killer. And then the last time we talked was back on November 4th when we were pretty pessimistic going into uh, that heat game. Yeah. But they, they did. They, they showed up. That was the best we've seen the Celtics play. Right. I still think the Heat are the favorites to come out of the East, given the current stand, like standpoint, which is beat up Bucks, and who knows if Kyrie is ever going to play for the Nets. Um, I, I think the Heat are the team to beat in the East, and to hold them to seventy-eight points was great. We needed to see that. Uh, the end of the Mavericks game was infuriating. Uh, Marcus Smart made a, a just a really, 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 to me, uncharacteristic but stupid play. Uh, where he we had a foul to give and he gave it with 11 seconds and the problem with that is that that resets their shot clock to 14 taking and there was a, there was eight seconds on the shot clock 11 seconds in the game and so fouling them put it back to 14 so it, it ensured that they would get the final shot um the and Luca took it and we lost um <laughs> classic and cool. then beating that beating Raptors is good Bucks, we had to go to overtime again, and you know, it was good that we we handled that beaten up Bucks team. Uh, worried about what will be down the road. Obviously, we're playing a lot of these games without Jalen Brown, which I think is something to talk about. Um, but yeah, it's not. I don't know who's trotting out on any given evening, uh, whether it's in Boston or on the road. We have a pretty bad home record we have a fine whatever away record it's just it's a weird 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 team yeah we're we're two and three at home and five and five on the road yuck both five and five in the last five um it's just we're currently ninth uh we're a whole game back on the Cavs for eighth so, I mean, listen, I don't think the standings are going to stay the way they are, but there's some teams that have shown that they're maybe a legitimate threat. So, the Celtics right now, I just I don't know what to make of it. It, it seems like there's turmoil in the locker room. Uh, I feel I see body language issues with Jason Tatum, like he's not totally buying into the system. Uh, I, I felt like he, and maybe I'm just reading into small moments and I'm not looking at the bigger picture, but I thought he like avoided giving Coach a high five on the way to a timeout at one point. Um, just, See, I, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I thought that we were over this. I don't know why I thought that because they started off really slow. I'll tell then, you why. Cause everyone thinks that Brad's the pro Brad was the issue. Brad is it's clear now. Brad was not the issue. Right. Guess what? Brad's not very far. 
but he's away from this team and he's not the coach of this team. I think we got some we got some ego issues, some personality issues. I don't. I, I'm not even going to begin to assess them. I'm just going to know that it's annoying, and it's frustrating, and it it needs to change. This the chemistry in the locker room needs to be beautiful and amazing. I don't know if you saw, but remember we were talking about we couldn't wait to hear about these captains. Maybe there was going to be two of them. Ime Doka has said the the captainship has sailed. There will not be a team captain this year after all this ramp up of it being. That's got to be a bad thing, yeah. right? That can't be good. Yeah, I mean the only the only way that that's a good thing is if it's in like a, a similar situation to to like the Patriots, where you know they in the NFL they all wear the captain or whatever um, patches on those jerseys, and the Patriots don't wear them at all because they don't feel that it should be pointed out as one captain or two captains or whatever it may be. But that's clearly not the case in in the Celtics locker room right now. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, I think an, a nice win over a middling Lakers team that is just as bad as you are at eight and eight. Um, you know, I, I think, I think that'd be a big win, especially if we're, we're severely, you know, bogged down tonight. We, if we don't have Schroeder Williams or Brown to go, I mean, I mean, yeah, we got to win everything. With the Rockets coming up next, that's got to be a win. It's just like this team, this team with this cast of guys. I know we have a different coach, but we we tend to drop winnable games and then win games that are maybe labeled that we shouldn't win them. And you just can't drop any anymore. So it's just the time for that is over. We have, as it stands now, we have six more games left in November. Lakers tonight, I think you got to win this game. With LeBron's back, I don't care. Find a way to do it. Uh, I think we're deeper than the Lakers no matter what. Then you got the Thunder, must win. Then you got the Rockets, must win. Then you got the Nets, that's going to be a tougher one. If Durant's out, that's a must win in my opinion. Um, Celtics, Spurs, that we always have trouble with the Spurs. You got to win that. And then the Raptors. And then December hits you like a ton of bricks. The Sixers, who have been playing well without both Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, which is a terrifying, terrifying thing. That's how you kick off December. Then the Jazz, head of the West, brutal. Blazers is going to be tough. Then they're, then they're here in L.A. Lakers, Clippers back-to-back. Suns, Bucks, Warriors. Knicks, who we've already lost to. Sixers again. Cavs, who we've now split with. Bucks, who are going to be healthy by December 25th on Christmas Day. Timberwolves, who are messing people up. Clippers back at home. We'll see how the first one goes. And then Suns at home. That is it. The, the worst team in that entire stretch of December is the Cavaliers or maybe the Knicks or maybe the Timberwolves. And they're all winning games. Yeah. We're in trouble. Just tr- like in trouble. So, so I, I know how early it is in the season right now, but I mean. But have- is it? We, no, well, no. At this point, you know, like we're we're fifteen in. No, but for what I'm about to ask you, it is early. Yeah. It's early in the season. I can't be the only one who feels like this team doesn't have have even close to what it takes, and that it's not even going to be like I I don't even see us as being close to a playoff team where we stand right now. The way that they're playing. Well, let's let's look at who's behind us right now, right? So we're ninth right now, which is a playing team. Yeah. The Bucks are tenth. The Bucks are not going to stay there. No. The Bucks are going to get better. They're going to get healthy. Then behind them is the Hawks. A lot of people have the Hawks jumping up the ladder in a big way. Not to mention you to you, 
Behind that is the Raptors, and the Raptors are only four games back of first place. Twelfth place is only four games behind first place. Yeah, it's not crazy. Uh, Pacers hit or miss could rise. There's yeah, I mean right now we're in ninth. I can see teams in front of us staying in front of us, and I can see teams behind us jumping us. So yeah, I'd say we're a fringe, we're a fringe playoff team right now. That's how it looks. That's the sample size. That's that's what we're looking at. Also, actually based. That's what we're looking at. Who do you think? You know, I ha- I have a specific player or two in mind that I feel like actually shows up every game or actually, you know, feel. It seems like he wants to be there. It seems that he wants to prove something. And and it's I can tell you right now that it's not Tatum. He's not he's not one of them. So who would you say? Do you have a specific player in mind that you feel is actually trying actively trying to win games and actually like playing well? Yeah, um, two of them. Uh, Al Horford has been insane. Al Horford has aged in reverse, and he's played phenomenal. And his dedication to just playing defense and to playing good offense. Al Horford has been the. It, Al Horford has solidified how good of a trade Brad Stevens made with Kemba Walker. That that was uh, my first and, one. And what's further solidified that trade is how bad Kemba Walker's playing for the Knicks. <laughs> or not they playing start at all. Him, well, they start him and they will, he will not end games. And that's smarter because they win the games when it's quickly coming off the bench. I watch all those games. You know, I live with Daniel. I watch all those Knicks games. I like that. The Knicks team's fun to watch. You know, I, I got league pass. I'm, I'm watching all the games. The Knicks are one that I have on a lot. I like watching that team play. And they win the game when not only Kemba Walker's on the bench, but of the last seven, when Evan Fournier's on the bench. So Brad looks great for not signing Evan Fournier right. and for trading Kemba Walker right now. And I think that's I think that's through and through going to be a solidified trade no matter what. Um, the second guy is Dennis Schroeder. My God, I was like, yeah, I'll take him for $6 million. This guy drives me nuts. But he seems like the kind of guy you like on your team and you hate when he's on another team. And that is so true. And I love him on this team. And I don't want him off of this team at the end of the year. He's averaging very, very, very solid off the bench. I'm pretty sure he's flirting with 20 points a game off the bench. He had a career high or at least a season high of breaking 30 off the bench. He's 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 everything we, we've needed in like kind of like a point guard, you know? And I don't know what to, that's – I don't know where I stand with the debate between him and, you know – Marcus Smart, I think you can start both of them. And I think we need to I think we need to look into that. Because for whatever reason the Twin Towers isn't working. I don't understand why Robert Williams and Al Horford, who are both individually statistically good at defense, are not shutting teams down. So I think we need to look to mix up the starting lineup. I think you gotta have Robert Williams come off the bench just because Al's played that good this year. Um and I think you gotta start Schroeder at the two. Well, I mean, right now he's averaging 17 points a game. Yeah, and five on five assists. You know, and he's that's up from last year with the Lakers. The assists are down a little, but it's still early. And also, he's being looked at in more of a scoring role and less of a facilitator. He was supposed to be the point guard on that Lakers team or the backup ball handler besides LeBron. Um, I think you know. I think if he's a starter on this team, he's he, he'll. I think he'll do it off the bench, even if he stays on the bench. And I'm fine with that too. I I'm fine with a solid six man. I, I we've talked about it before. I can't remember the last time, but this team had a solid six man. Marcus Smart certainly never was a dependable scoring six man. You can say what we want about Marcus. I love Marcus. I stand in his corner. He's not a dependable six man. Uh, six man means scoring. So I like what he 
gives us from there. I think he can average 20 there, but I wouldn't mind him starting either because I also really like how Josh Richardson's played off the bench. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that role players and Jalen Brown have been the best part of this team so far. And Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum have been kind of a letdown. And Robert Williams hasn't necessarily been a letdown, but hasn't been what we were hoping for. And now there's already injury concerns again. Oh, it's just, I'm, I'm, it's just, I'm so long. I can hear how long winded I am over here with it. It's just, there's a lot of bad and yes, we're a little hurt, but not very, we're not, this record is alarming and it's telling, unfortunately, in my opinion. Yeah. I think we both expected to be in better shape by, I mean, it's again, I, I don't want to make it sound like the season's over because it's not even close. It's just, no. But, no, but I think just, that we it, both it, but, ex- expected a better start. Well, yes. We expected a better start for October, right? And then we didn't get it. And now we needed a better November, and we're about 50-50. Maybe with a losing record in, in November right now. Like, they went four, they were 4-1 four and one out of that quote-unquote players meeting that everyone thought didn't go well. And we're like, okay, what's this? You know, beat Orlando. That's you should beat Orlando, but I, I, you know they're they're kind of tough this year too, scrappy. Then beat the Heat, great win, Bucks. Then you drop that one to the to the Cavs, which was I don't think that should have happened. I know the Cavs are playing well, but I don't think that should have happened. And then just don't show up to the this Hawks team that I think this team should really beat. I don't know, maybe maybe we're pulling like the the issue cord, but too early and maybe it's like not as bad as the record looks and we started slow and we're still climbing back from that but here's the thing it feels off like this team feels off it doesn't feel like a unit doesn't feel wholesome into player wise this is one of my favorite teams that we've had in, in many many years but something just doesn't feel right and i'll be really interested to see how we look on the main stage against the lakers tonight me too i agree with you hopeful but I don't know. Yeah, Schroeder, Schroeder to answer to long-windedly answer that question, Schroeder and Horford. My God, I, I two guys, two guys who I hated in 2017. That last team that we loved against Isaiah. Yeah. No, I had the same too. I, I was curious if you had the same, just so that we could at least agree on something good coming out of this team right now. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, what are your expectations over the next? Uh, obviously, the expectations are we need we need wins, but you know, is there something that you feel could be changed? Uh, you know, you kind of touched on uh, them starting, you know, changing up the starters or changing up the lineup a little bit. But what what do you think needs to happen aside from injuries, injured players coming back, especially Jalen Brown? I mean, again, I think this is the deepest team I've said on this. I think I said on this podcast, like the one thing I know is that we have a cast of characters around them that can play basketball. I mean, we're complaining about some of the rotations. We're thinking that there's guys who deserve more minutes. I will say that when Neesmith got more minutes and when Langford got more minutes, we won more games uh, and we were getting good things out of them. So I uh, I don't know. We need, we need healthy Jalen. I know you said not to say that, but we need healthy Jalen. No, and, I, uh, I I think that that is just an obvious it, thing. That's all. Him and Tatum going to figure it out. They're going to figure out how to share and coexist a little better than they are. And 
we'll we'll see from there. I, I, I think this, you know, I don't know, you can talk third piece. I think I think third piece can be subbed out for solid three, four, five pieces, and I think we have that. You know? Instead yeah. of a instead of a, a third superstar, we have Al Horford, Dennis Schroeder, and Marcus Smart. Right. If you look at some of the guys around the league with two guys, I think the next three aren't as good as those three. So it's up to Jason and Jalen to be what we expect them to be. Yeah. In, in my opinion. But well, barring that, I don't know, maybe there's a bigger, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a bigger conversation to be had if, if, if this isn't, if, if they, if, if they start playing, if they both start playing well, or, or if they just can't do it, there's a bigger move to be made. This this might not be the route in that case, you know? I don't know. I believe in this team. I believe in these guys. I believe nothing's clicking right now. I know it's still early in the season, but we have a 15-game sample size. That's significant. Yeah. And it's not great. Well, okay, let's, let's change it up a little bit here. I did want to ask you if you've watched that new KG documentary yet. No, I need to. I think it just came out today maybe or yesterday I, I don't know i i'm looking forward to watching it i don't know if i get the streaming service because who knows it's there's a million of them now but um i gotta look into see what it's on i would imagine it's showtime or something i, I need to i need some pick me up some basketball pick me up here <laughs> i might have to go i might have to go uh re-watch the last dance just to you know, relive my happiness. Yeah. The Bulls team. Great. Right. Not, not Celtics related even. No, not at all. Great. I mean, oh, I, man. I, I would talk about the Bruins, but their season hasn't started yet. I think, you That's know, right. we've been off it's, for a solid six oh. months now. And Oh, okay. I thought it was the Olympic break. I, I oh, no, no, not, not quite, but season's almost okay. here. Um, wow. Got a long time off. Yep. And then hopefully be able to get back into the swing of things, you know, pick it up quickly here. But yeah, I mean, I do have some thoughts. Uh, all jokes okay, aside, let's go. all yeah. jokes aside for for a minute here, I think that this Bruins team is finally coming around to where they need to be. But this time off is really like so ridiculous, and I hate to keep blaming like, you know, I'm not making excuses because we're really not playing bad right now. We had two back to back wins and big wins. We scored ten goals in in two games, but um, I mean, this, this schedule is, is just ridiculous all around the league. You know, I've seen people complaining about their, their teams, like having a weird schedule or not being able to watch games because of the new like deals that are going on with ESPN plus and blah, 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 blah. Like this. Yeah. Well, I gotta say as an ESPN plus subscriber, I, it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> it just seems I've like kind getting, of a mess. I've been getting every year. Bruins game I need. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, whatever works, man. You don't get blacked out, blackout dates or anything because. Well, that's what helps about being over here. I could, right. I could complain to the high heavens about trying to watch a Clippers or a Lakers game, even if it's nationally televised over here. It's the blackout stuff is just so stupid. I'll right. pay an extra whatever. Yeah, just yeah. To not have the blackout. Like what? What is what is your what is your option for me here? Get cable. Do you think people have YouTube TV and cable? Right. It's driving me bonkers dude it doesn't make any sense at all oh 
I mean, thankfully, aside from the Lakers game, I know that you're going to be at the Clippers game, but thankfully, you can pretty much go for cheap too. In case if you didn't, if you weren't able to get the game. Well, yeah, not the Lakers tickets, but right, those skyrocketed. But yeah, I I, I will be at the Clippers game. I have acquired some good seats, and I'm excited for that. Let's go. Oh, I, I would imagine but, uh, I would imagine you'll be hitting the Kings when the Bruins go out there too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm still. Considering the Kraken track. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm officially out on it. Yeah. Just, Just get, well, guess what, man? It's not the only year they're going to exist. It's true. The tickets are just ridiculous right now. Yeah. And that's um, the reason, but. But I mean, I, I mean, not to get too sidetracked from the Bruins. I, I do think that we are playing well. I think that Jeremy Swayman is playing very well. If you listen to our episode last week before the games, then, you know, Marina, we agreed on most things. And I think that she had some good points about the things that I was concerned about for this team. And I think that we're addressing them in a, in a way that we're able to without having to bring anyone else in. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at the trade deadline this year, if we're in a good spot or if, uh, if we need players, which I would assume that we will, if we want to get tougher, but I, I'm pretty confident with this Bruins team right now if they can get some games actually strung together and not have three, four, five days off in between and not be able to get anything going. I mean, even the players are like, yeah, it hasn't been great. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at with uh, goaltending? Where I'm at with goaltending is that I'm I'm team Swayman. I'm on the Sway train. Uh Allmark is fine for me, but again, we haven't had a big enough sample size in the games that he has played. You know, some of them haven't been stellar. So I'm 50-50 on him. I'm not saying that I dislike him. I just think that I've seen him let up some bad goals, and I want to see more consistency with the more games that he plays, which will only happen if we actually play games. Right. Um, At what point do you start getting... um... I, what I don't I won't I won't assume your uh, your demeanor or your uh, emotion towards this. But at what point do you watch Omar play and start thinking about the money that he's making? And are, and are um, you already there? If he plays fifteen games and he's under five hundred, okay, then I start to be like. This is a lot of money for a guy who's supposed to be the number one, who clearly has lost his jo- his job to a rookie goaltender. I mean, I would imagine, you know, I'm 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 guessing that Swayman is still playing well at that point. And then so I, he's I, I he's don't eight, he's I don't eight think I'm fine. Eight and seven. I mean, I'm I I guess I'll say I'm fine, but that's not ideal either. Obviously you want to be, uh, you want to be like 10 and five or something like that, but you you can't always get what you want, Tim. Okay. Yeah. Hey, but you should pay (laughs) smarter for it. If you're not sure what it is. Well, that was the whole thing that we kind of talked about at the beginning was like at the beginning of the season, you just got out of a big contract with Tuka Rask to then give basically all of that money back to another goaltender. When realistically, I think that Swayman is playing well, and yes, we didn't know that he was going to play as well as he is right now based on the fact that he's a rookie and he's only played so many games, 
but I think that that money would have been more beneficial in on the defense right now. Like I'd rather get a, a somewhere between five and and eight million dollar defenseman rather than a five million dollar goaltender. Yeah. Especially with them assuming that Tuca is going to come back, which he's been practicing at at Warrior. He's been taking some reps with the goalie coach and all that. So they do expect him to come back, I think. So, but, then, we're, so then we're looking at the potential of a $5 million scratch. Unless, they, unless they're unless they crazy enough to send Swayman down if he's actually playing better. Like, I don't, I don't know how they could do that, but I, I just don't. Unless some, maybe somebody desperately needs a goaltender at, at the trade deadline and they're willing to trade for Olmark, then I don't see how it's going to work out smoothly. But you never know. There have also been rumors swirling around that are, are just that. They're rumors that it may not just be Bruins or nothing for Tuca. Shout out to the bird clock. It finally made it into a recording. Nice. <laughs> my grandfather's bird clock that me and Andrew somehow seem to never cross the hour threshold. That's uh, awesome. But we made it here today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to, I, I, I defer to you there, but I'm fine. I just want the better goaltender in and I don't care about the money, I guess at this point, and we can complain about it later. I agree with Swa- that too. My, my point being, if Swayman's playing best, I don't want him to lose the job because he's not making $5 million. I a hundred percent agree. Like, I don't want them to be like, well, we can't have a $5 million paperweight. It's like, but you can, if he's not winning games. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think the offense needs to keep rolling. Like I said, 10, 10 goals in two games is, I think that's pretty good. So yeah. if they can continue that and Swayman continues to play well and Omar comes around, then, you know, I think that we're, we'll be in good shape. The defense still needs some adjustments and there's definitely a hole there one or two, but I mean, it's early in the season. They're figuring it out and, you know, winning a couple games in a row, I guess, against some teams that aren't exactly great doesn't really tell you a lot, but 10 goals tells you a lot, especially from a handful of different players. That That's pretty good. I was really yeah. hoping to see a hat trick the other night when Charlie Coyle scored two and Charlie McAvoy scored two, but unfortunately, birthday boy Taylor Hall scored the empty net, but it's all good because a win's a win. And I'm sure those guys would say the same thing. Yeah. We'll take it. But that's really all I got because we haven't played much. So, I mean, we got we have tomorrow against Calgary. uh, And then, no, tomorrow against Philly in Philly. And then then Sunday against Calgary at home. Uh, So we go five days with no game. Then we have a back-to-back because that makes total sense. Excited, Excited for this Philly game. Yeah, I mean, I think that that could be a true measuring stick. They're a pretty good team, and they're they're not a uh, they're not like a they're a physical team too. So if we can stick up to that, which by the way, uh, I people have been saying like Charlie McAvoy might be the best hitter in the game right now. If you watch all of these games, he's putting big hits like every every play or every game. He's putting at least one big hit on someone. Yeah. And I think that's what you need from a guy like him, and you need him to come into that leadership role and, and be the guy who is going to stand up 
on the defensive line and prove a point. Excuse me. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I can't wait to see more of that from him. I hope Carlo does a little bit of the same because he's a big guy and we could really use that too. But uh, sure. only time will tell. Yeah. Well, I'm ready whenever they uh, want to put some more games on. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I know. Me me too, man. I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to the game on Sunday, going back to the to the garden as always and uh and then you know, seeing what I don't even know what the schedule looks like after that, but we'll find out. We got Thanksgiving coming up too. Yeah. I'm uh I'm ready to eat. <laughs> I do know that I, I do know that the Bruins play a Black Friday one o'clock game against the Rangers at home, and that's always a fun game. 10 a.m. for me. I gotta. I gotta make sure I wake up for that. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. gonna be a good one for sure. One that you probably won't want to miss. No, it was. It, unfortunately, it was a three o'clock game, and then they moved it to one. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you know, I've I've been taking a break from drinking. I can wake up at ten now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. By next week, we will have. A better, I'll have a better idea about how I feel about the Celtics team. Not really, but yeah. And I mean, I think that the next three or four Bruins games are going to be a, a like I kind of said, a measuring stick for how they're going to show up and how they're going to be moving forward. Because I think they have some good teams coming up. So I think we'll have some answers on both ends of both sides of hockey and basketball. And I'm looking forward to that and and getting some games in and eating some Maybe, turkey. Um, Maybe next Wednesday we can do uh, after the Celtics-Nets game. I'm in. And I can get Jack in here for it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, oh, I'd love to hear the thoughts from a Nets fan right well, now. Well, we'll see about that, actually. Okay, might have some other stuff cooking. We, we do. We have some stuff cooking that I really wish that I could say right now, but I will not. But keep your eyes open because we have some. we do have guests coming up. Uh, Sweet, and they're not they're going to be ones that you don't want to miss they're going to be super super fun i'm looking forward to them and uh we will we will announce them soon and hope hopefully next week but i i think you're right i think we're going to end up recording before the the before thanksgiving and before the game on friday as well so if we don't have a guest next week, we will get a guest, and it will be Jack, the the favorite, the golden boy of this podcast. Yeah, we got to get him back at some point. Yeah, the the oh, fans man. are they're begging for it. They are. They won't shut up in the DMs. <laughs> All, All right, right buddy. I will talk to you next week, and we'll get some answers. I hope. Yeah, try to find some stuff to do besides go to the garden because yeah. uh, you, you got time on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're gonna oh. we're, we're gonna throw it to our boys, right? Stretched, please get me off of this. I'm just complaining here all the time. That's all I'm doing now. Stretched. 